What's good, everybody? Welcome to episode 28 of D Godcast, the podcast by DGens for DGens, where absolutely nothing is financial advice. Today is September 27th. It's JB, part of your quote unquote trio of hosts. As always, we appreciate y'all tuning in. And if you want to support the pod, please like and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Feel free to chuck love over to dgodcast.soul. But most importantly, tell your friends to tune in. This week's episode is brought to you by Barreled Out. Barreled Out is an alcohol and beverage incubator launching the next generation of beverage brands with top NFT communities. Barreled Out is the project behind the D-Gods Tequila, DJ Nate Beer, and most recently the Solana Summer Shandy. Barreled Out is opening its first tasting room in December at Art Basel, Miami, and you can officially join Barreled Out this December when they mint their NFT collection. If you want to try Barrel Dow, their most recent drop, the Solana Summer Shandy, is still available on secondary markets. You can purchase a 16-pack receipt on Magic Eden under Barrel Dow, one word, and go to barreldow.xyz slash redeem to get the Shandy shipped directly to you. If you live in the South like I do, you still got plenty of cold lemon Shandy drinking time before it starts to get even remotely cold outside. So take advantage of those last few days of Solana Summer, get you some Solana Summer Shandy. That being said, we are going to talk a lot of other beer today. Uh, We have the boys from across the pond with us today, specifically Buzz Holdren and D-God Jim with us to talk about all things British and beer. But before all that, it is with a heavy heart that I bring you this news. Our dearly beloved chapter books is no longer with us as a weekly guest of the d god cast i partially blame the seed little picture books partially blame the lack of decapable weekly information that got this podcast off the ground in the first place but from now on it's just me and your boy slate the trio has become a duo so rest in peace to the decap march 22nd to uh i guess september 14th uh 2022 as well all right no fucking worries then so we're we'll get right in the interview so like i said uh chapter's gone uh seed busy i guess i don't have any kids so i can't relate to that but i'd imagine it takes up quite a bit of your time so you know it was it was fun while it lasted uh, and you know, maybe he'll come back and make like a guest appearance, celebrity appearance. If there's, you know, like Utes reveal or something like that, that really pops off. Um, but yeah, sad day. Anyways, like I said, uh, we got the UK boys in the house, buzz, Jim, how y'all doing? Good man. Not too Good. Bad, Thanks man. for having some. Yeah. Absolute pleasure to have you guys. I'm excited to listen to these, uh, accents all day yeah you can tell you can tell they're <laughs> from the uk because of the way they sound yeah they uh British, i'm not gonna bust out my accent yet but they do sound like they're from london but <laughs> we'll get there <laughs> so um yeah before we before we get into ukd gods brew gods all that jazz uh you guys give us a quick intro slash background on yourselves just paint a paint a bit of a picture for the listeners so they know who they're talking to Go on, Buzz. Do you know this, mate? Yeah, I'll go. Right. Cheers, Jim. Cheers, JB. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, everyone. 
Uh, so I'm Buzz Holdren. Uh, so I've been in uh, Solana FTs since uh, August of last year. OGD God. Uh, shout out to Dylan. Uh, he can still fuck off. Um, yeah, so um, one of the co-founders of uh, DGods UK, um, part-time dad, full-time DGen, and just here to you know, tell you guys tonight uh, why you shouldn't fade to Brits. Hell yeah. Don't fade the Brits. All right, let's hear it, Jim. Yeah, so um, I'm quite late to the party in terms of uh, Solana. Um, I started on uh, ETH and um, I remember buying... I don't know if you guys were into ETH altcoins, but I first bought uh, Chainlink back in like March 2020, and it like did a three X. I was like, "Oh shit, maybe this is like something I should look at." Um, but yeah, before that, I was just sort of someone engineer by trade, um, and uh, yeah, just started started doing that. Um, was put into um, Solana FTs, and then. I've watched D Gods go from the mint, 14 soul, 28 soul, 100 soul, and that's ah, it's off of me. And then I bought like a local top, and uh, here we are. Then I, uh, so yeah, I'm very late to the party um, in terms of UK D Gods and, and, and the D God teams in general. Hey, better late than never, though, uh, especially with D-Gods, especially if you got in around 100 soul or so. You're not in the red yet, although, you know, we're getting close day by day. But, yeah, I looked, um, I looked to match Eden and I was like, ooh, it's getting low. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen a two in the front of that floor price, but, hey, it is what it is, you know. This is the uh, this is the retrace that everyone said was going to happen after Utes, and we all defended with our lives because that's just what we do, even when we're wrong. Fuck hey, it's not after Utes yet. <laughs> We Didn't still haven't seen Utes. That's true. We have not seen Utes yet. So, who's the who's the idiots now? But yeah. all right. Well, then so, some of these uh, some of these first questions, or I, I guess uh, this first question specifically, might be more for Buzz. Then um, give give us the origin story of the UK D gods. How did that come about? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I guess uh, about April uh, April time. Uh, our guy NFC Brit um, reached out, just uh, kind of tweeted and was like, "I'm looking for other you know, D Gods holders in the UK just to chat shit all day, basically." Um, and happened to be scrolling the, the feed at that time, I was like, "Definitely want to be involved with that." Uh, so yeah, re- reached out to Brit and was like, "Yeah, let's get this going." Um, so I guess he is the he is the the, the true brains behind it. Um, but between him, myself, uh, and Mo uh, Solar, I guess the three of us kicked it off originally. Um, so, Brit how long the, after the, after Mint is this? Is this like immediately? This is, no, this this is like April time, right? So, oh, shit. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, yeah. And I'm not sure what time uh, Brit came in actually, um, but um, but yeah, a- April time. All things kicked off with with the Gods UK. Um, so. Yeah, Brit, Brit kicked off the uh, the, the, the chat. The, uh, we need we need to move off that chat. I can't deal with Twitter DMs, <laughs> but it is what it is. It survived this long. It's probably staying now. Right? There's no better um, option. It's it's the lesser of two evils <laughs> at this point. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I guess that um, was. Uh, I set up. God, oh, go on. No, I was gonna say. So um, yeah, so uh, Brit with the chat. Uh, I set up the uh, D Guys UK Twitter account. 
Uh, so all the ship posting uh, up until recently was from myself, and then I handed over the reins to uh, Mag. Uh, well, we kind of share it actually because he's now based in New York, so we've got full coverage oh, yeah. of the, the time zones now. Um, and then Mo, Mo set up the, the Discord as well. So yeah, and from there, uh, I guess we've grown now to uh, about 120 members in the in the Discord. Um, we're hitting that limit of 75 people in the in, in the Twitter chat regularly. Um, so for, for those guys that aren't active, yeah. um, get active or you're out. We'll get sweeping. Um, I'll have to so start being more active so I don't lose my uh, honorary <laughs> spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't get urkanned anymore, man. You just get brid. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. Good Lord. Yeah, um, yeah I guess that... Uh, yeah kind of a silly question how does a, a group of guys who own the same nft in the same country start i mean obviously fucking twitter group chat but yeah i forget uh you guys have a discord you've kind of blown the whole thing up like i'd say uh i mean shoot dare i say that the uk d gods are the number one sub community of d gods besides mickey d gods i don't know i've heard i'm not i'm not gonna argue with jb <laughs> um who do you guys have for, uh, do you have any like notable UK people besides the fake Wayne Rooney, whoever was rocking that for a while that absolutely <laughs> no, that was, that was the shit out of me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nasty, uh, yeah, shout out to Nasty, right? Yeah, you say he was rocking the fake Wayne Rooney. He then uh, rocked with Queen Elizabeth for a little bit, uh, rest in peace, and uh, then, got, then got Twitter banned for a few weeks, right? So, uh, yeah, he's, he's back in the game now. Did and, he uh, get banned Wallace. for the Prince Elizabeth Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let's, yeah, uh, let's talk about that for a second. What, what is that uh, like for a Brit when, I mean, I guess it's the first time it's happened in any of y'all's lifetime, but, like, you know, we get new presidents every 48 years or so. What's it like when you know, that main person who's been in charge or however y'all shit works your entire life passed away. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, from my perspective, I guess, you know, we, you guys having the presidents and we have the, the prime minister kind of changes in every, every four years. And, uh, you can't trust any of the politicians. Right. But the one person you could trust was, was the queen. Uh, she was pretty like rock steady from, from my perspective and, uh, yeah, kind of represented what the British people were about. Um, so yeah, like was a was a, a genuine loss, I think, for, for 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 the British people and 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 for the world as well. You know, the, the Queen's done a lot of good work over over the years. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know how much coverage there was of the the stuff last week in terms of the funeral that like in in the US. But you know, we we had a, a public holiday, um, and um, yeah, just kind of saw the funeral, saw the the thousands of people out in the streets of london lining as the as the coffin drove by it was um yeah it was crazy man really crazy yeah yeah there was a there was a crazy statistic that it was something like 80 percent i can't remember the exact stat 80 percent or something like that of uh brits living today have only known one monarch sure which is kind of gives you an idea of she was queen for like 70 something years right yeah she was 96 so yeah, it kind of feels in a weird way, like like I says, it's like it's like losing uh might sound a bit dramatic, but it's a bit like losing your nan. You know, you, you know it's gonna happen. Yeah, man. And it's a bit sad, yeah, I don't know. For sure. Some people are just aren't royalists, I'm probably somewhere in the middle, but yeah, it's just a bit, yeah. bit of a shame. 
Yeah. Na- nasty, nasty clearly wasn't a royalist, right? Mm. <laughs> he, was, he was, he was rocking, rocking Queen, Queen Lizzie a couple of days yeah, after the past. Completely but, uh, <laughs> untasteful and out of touch. Unbelievable. But some of the, I've heard some Americans really love the Queen as well because on the news I had like, there was um, some American girl that was like crying in front of Buckingham Palace and she just flown in from Florida and I was like, Shit, I live two hours away, and I'm why am I not there? You know, maybe I need to. <laughs> She's come all the way yeah, from I, America. I don't know, man. I feel like uh, you know, liking British culture is like a personality trait in America, it's kind like of. A Disney especially adult. like really, yeah. It's like I mean, bro, and and this is like probably completely in part uh, like due to Harry Potter. I would imagine, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like like my brother big people uh, running they, into like, fucking stations and shit <laughs> yeah no like my, my brother you know loves fucking red telephone booths and and british flags and shit and like yeah i don't know that's so funny kind of weird there's a little crossover is yeah, there like that in in the uk that like you know loves america like wears like uh, american flag swim trunks and shit like that or no um, I guess as close to we, as we get to it is like the, when the NFL comes over. That's probably as close. You might see some people coming out you know, with the jerseys or, or the Americanisms, right? But on a daily basis, nah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably fair. I'd say the NFL thing has been building over the years, though. That's like yeah. getting bigger yeah. and bigger slowly in the UK. Yeah, well, y'all, yeah. y'all are so probably still the, salty uh... that we won, but that's a good way to you know pay it forward, give back to you guys a little bit. Give you some some real football <laughs> and cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah. And cheerleaders. <laughs> Go Dallas Cowboys. No, no, come on! You can't, you can't do that. Right. Funny enough, actually, the, the first game I saw was the Cowboys, um, and I knew then that I was never going to support them. So, uh, yeah, America's so, team. Yeah, they good. must, they must have brought the B squad of yeah. cheerleaders over to London. Yeah, come on, who was? It was. Um, yeah, Cowboys Jags at Wembley in 2004 was the first game I went to. The um, Jags, that was their like second away stadium yeah. for a while. It seemed like the Jags played in London yeah, every yeah. single year. S- still is, right? Like I think they're there. I think it's um I think it's the Jags Saints this weekend. Are they every year up, really still? Yeah, no, sorry, yeah, yeah, Jags um Jags are every year. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I think it's yeah. actually Viking Saints this weekend, but yeah. Yeah, I quit quit paying attention when I left Florida, but all right. Um, yeah. So UK D gods full on chat. Uh, I mean, you guys, that is arguably one of the most active chats in my fucking Twitter DMS, bro. Like I can't possible to keep up with. It's impossible. Like I, I just, I have like my iPad and my periffs at work. And like, if I just see a buzzword, like, you know, pop by, or like I see a wallet get thrown into the chat, I'm like, Oh, what's going on in here? Yeah, you guys are nonstop, whether it's like OTCing D gods or, you know, getting whitelists, dropping alpha, doing technical analysis, shit like that. The UK D gods chat is, is full on DGen mode all the time. Yeah. So, I went away for four days you, and I just meant- missed so much stuff. I felt like I, <laughs> yeah. I needed to just spend an entire day scrolling through all the chat. <laughs> yeah. Like when Jamie, I wake you mentioned up, about the. Uh... What? Oh, go on. I was going to say, you mentioned about like the, the notable names in the chat as well, right? Earlier on, I guess that's how we got onto the oh, yeah, queen. But, um, yeah, so I get that. There's, there's some pretty big names in there, right? So like we've got, um, obviously, you know, fairly locally, we've got uh, Harmy and, and G uh, from, from D-Gods and, and Blocksmiths. Yes, um, we've got um, we've got Soulport, uh, Soulport Tom uh, is in there. 
Um, we've got Wab.eth, the the founder of Slappy Seals over really? on ETH. He's a Brit. Yeah. Does he have um, a D god? He's, he's, he's not majorly active. He's he does have a D god. Yeah. Oh, well, at least he did last time we checked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta check those rolls again. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Um, yes, I forgot Tom is in there. Good. That's a that's a fun one when you just see Tom pop up out of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, he starts yeah. talking about his porn business, and he's like, "Whoa, what? Where did the chat go?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking about whitelist, and now talking about porn. And, uh, Tayo Alpha or, or porn? There's, there's yeah. nothing else. Like. That's it. It's either one or the other. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. we've got the Hedo guys in there as well. Hedo Pay. We've got Hedo yeah, Pay. Cool. Uh, oh yeah, founders in there yep. as well. Love those guys. Got my Helion. Just scrolling through. Right. The you chat, guys are the ones that that reminded me to do the OG for Helions. Good looks on that. Um, yeah. yeah, so I guess it's only been a few months since April or I don't know, five months now. Not not a math guy, but have you guys done any like UK meetups with UK D gods yet? Or do you know what we had we tried not to yet. do the um <laughs> so we tried to do the beer tasting as part of the brew gods. So when we yeah. when we started brewing, we had the opportunity to try the first batch before it sort of gets uh they, they brew like a mini keg before it goes full scale. And I thought, oh, this would be a great opportunity to sort of meet people for the first time. Um, yeah. And then loads of train strikes happened, uh, which yeah. is a bit of a common theme at the minute in the UK. Um, yeah. That, so, all right, that, that was going to be one of my questions. Um, but let's tell me about these train strikes first, because this has been going on. Like you guys have been talking about this in the chat all day. And now I'm like going to London in a few weeks. So I'm trying to figure out what's going on. What the hell is a train strike and why is it happening? Go on, boss. Are you in that gym? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're (laughs) heading to the 1970s. That's what's happening. That's it. Yeah. I I, I don't know if there's a a equivalent in in America, right? But, but basically like the, the, the train companies or, or the employees of the train companies all, all are represented by different unions. Um, and basically, they're just kicking off about pay, I think. What better way to do it than just cancel all the trains on the, yeah. on the, on the day of a, a DGOD UK party? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Won't fucking stop us, mate. Won't fucking stop us. Yeah, yeah twice as well. Don't go to work. All right. So, yeah. So, let's talk Brew Guys a little bit. Um, so... <laughs> Jim, you're kind of the mastermind behind that. I was going to ask like what the process has been like, but it has it been just kind of you solo or has it been more of a group effort? It's definitely been a group effort. Um, so obviously I mentioned I was late to the party for, for D gods. I see everyone in the chat and yeah, I just bought, bought my D god and had like 10 followers. I was like, okay, how do I sort of raise the flag here? Um, and I thought it'd be quite cool to, yeah, <laughs> I thought beer, okay, but I'm not. I'm not a. Although I'm an engineer, I'm more of a geotech engineer, so I, I can't code or, or do any front end or back end development. So I thought <clears throat> it'd be quite fun to come to this chat with an idea and see who I can get involved. So, I mean, Brugos now is probably like four months old, um, so still very grassroots. And at the time, obviously, and really still currently, um, it's been run on. You know, fumes really. So I approached a brewery and said, you know, <clears throat> every brewery in the city I approached, I pretty much got a no. Um, and then one said, yeah, we'd like to do it. So we've formed a partnership with this brewery. Um, then formed uh, an agreement with a distributor that would distribute around uh, 
Bristol where I live and in London and eventually all to the rest of the UK. So I had these two pieces of the puzzle and then approached uh, UKD God's chat and said, hey, I've got this you know, potential fun thing we might be able to do, might be able to launch a beer, who's keen? And then, yeah, Buzz was keen, uh, Brip's keen and then Nick as well. So that's how it started and, and then that's yeah. that's the team. So that's four of us. Um, so sort of Nick is the mastermind behind the, all of the the branding and the website um, the cool stuff on the Twitter with the beer pouring into the PFP. Um, and then Buzz is just sick at fucking nagging the core, D, uh, the core NFT team. D God team just does not like a, a dog with a bone, which is so funny to watch. So he's really good at like bringing together all the partnerships and stuff. Um, and then Brit is great on the, on the marketing side and he's putting together a, um, how, yeah, how we go beyond the first bro- brew and the batch and how, how we, yeah, we've got big, uh, big, exciting plans for for Brew, Brew Gods long term. So he's sort of leading that and uh, mastermind behind that. So yeah, that's basically like how it started, really. So you didn't have any background in like brewing beer or anything like that. You just went fucking door to door to these breweries and said, "Hey, will you make a beer for me and my internet friends?" <laughs> yeah, as as mad as that sounds, <laughs> but it was a, it was a long shot. Like now you put it like that, it was a bit of a long shot. So. Um, yeah, I sent a few emails out and I went door to door and I, I pretty much approached it like, hey, um, this is kind of like a bit abstract and a bit strange, but I've got this idea, you know, this, you know, we've, we bought a bicycle, <laughs> telling people like, oh, there's all these characters online that bought a bicycle team. It's really a weird thing to kind of like, I still probably kind of construct like that, um, yeah, that sort of argument, but yeah, so I went door to door, I found one. Luckily, I found this uh, brewery who the guy who had uh, started it, he had actually bought some NFTs on ETH. And then he was like, oh, okay, I'm I'm interested. And then we spoke and I presented to, um, so I made like a little presentation, presented to the whole team. And then they were like, I made it attractive for them. And then, um, yeah, they were sort of really keen. And it's kind of been like an ongoing relationship now. And they've, um, they've managed to get extra customers because of what we're doing. So it's been like really beneficial for for both of us. So, um, did you get these guys into NFTs at all? I'm trying. They're, they're, every time I go, they're like, "So if I want to buy an NFT, like, do I just buy it with my credit card?" I'm like, well, "You kind of need a wallet." Like, <laughs> I mean, oh, they okay, can also wallet. <laughs> yeah. So now, now yeah. they can on uh, Magic Eden. But I, oh, really? I don't know how it works, too. but yeah. yeah. Okay. I'd imagine you still need a wallet for the NFT to go to, but yeah. Yeah, but on yeah, on ME you I can like click into a thing and it says pay with your credit card. Like if you I, I mean if you even go to D Gods right now, I think it does. I think it's like with Crossmint or something. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So, heard of it. That's Don't a dangerous really game, isn't it? I'm, I'm all for it, but that's that's, that's dangerous. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, no. For sure. I real that's, money yeah. is where I draw the line. <laughs> yeah. I'm all for the magic internet money, but Damn, so that, how do you explain that on the credit card statement, right? No. Yeah, right. What's it even going to show up as? Magic Eden? Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> definitely a strip club name. Babe, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ask him for trouble. Jesus. All right, so yeah, that's, I mean, I was not expecting you to say that you basically, I mean, now one of my questions is like, okay, if I am somebody in the community or just in like Web3 in general, maybe not the D Gods community. And I want to go about having a, a beer made for my, you know, 
community, my project, whatever, how would I do that? Apparently the answer is literally just like ask enough people until one of them says yes. That is yeah. Uh, or, or you could come and ask um, one of us and we'll make one for you. Yeah. <laughs> so that, yeah. that's something that we can do as well. So um, what this has led into is that, um, you know, the brewery's given us full access to their, you know, all their stouts and all their different flavors and stuff. So we can start um, a few projects have reached out um, really? to, to brand, you know, a beer for them for a break point or, um, you know, stuff like that. So that, that's a service we could, we can provide and, and something that's going to be nice. the next sort of phase uh, for, for brew yeah. dogs after the first brew. Is this, a, yeah, I, guess, uh, I guess like, go ahead. I was to say, I guess we, we've kind of talked a bit about uh, brew gods, right? And and I think from our perspective, that's the uh, like the umbrella brand, if you like. And sure. we're then looking at the individual releases uh, with, within that. Um, I don't know, Jim, have we have we actually released what the first one's going to be called? I don't want to say something that. I mean, it's all on the Guzzler hat, so you only have to zoom in, I suppose. But I think I think <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, cool, good point. Yeah, yeah, fair point. Yeah. Which JP reminds yeah, so me, you need to uh, you need to. He's looking now. You need to. Uh, Upload your PFP as it goes ahead. It was made for you to put in the chat. I have it. I have it saved too. I was thinking of waiting until I like get on my flight to London and then oh. keeping <laughs> it and being like, you know, UK bound for a Brew Gods release or some shit like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, all right. So, I can I can say it now. So, the, the first release is uh, obviously the, the DIPA. Uh, and maybe Jim, we can, we can talk a bit about the, the process for that. But you know, as I said, Brew Gods is the is the overall uh, brand, and you know, we're looking at, at options um, going forward outside of IPAs. You know, uh, you know, other other alcohols, maybe maybe even a, a, a soft drink. Because uh, for example, Brit, um, one one of the guys um, doesn't drink, so we we need to cater for for him as well. Yeah. Um, um, so so yeah, it's, I think it's just cool. Like we're just we're we're working with the brewery and seeing how this first run goes and hopefully people like DIPA and then let's just see what happens. Right? It's, it's very sort of D God theme where it's a, it's a complete experiment. And the reason why uh, I thought it'd be cool to do this is just to like connect with people really. And, you know, that's definitely, yeah. you know, um, meant that you can have more well, meaningful conversations with people already in the chat than just sort of, you know, talking about whitelists. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I, I love talking about beer. Um, and, and one of the things that I, I think is in the pipeline for kind of D gods as a whole is allowing others to like use the IP legally and have it be like, you know, a sanctioned D gods product. So you guys could be like the brewers of D gods. If that's yeah. something, you know, that, that this scales up to and, and the team likes what you guys are doing. So that'd be, that's cool. Um, it's a session IPA, meaning that the alcohol percentage is low, so you can drink them all day and not get blacked out. Is it really 4.33%? Yeah. So <laughs> well, I asked him, I, I said to the, to, the, to the chief brewer, this might be a odd question, but can I make it 4.33? And I sort of explained the whole concept why, and he kind of nodded in a, in a sort of yeah. amused way. But essentially in the UK, you can have a, a margin of error by about half a percent so within that margin of error you can choose whatever number you want (laughs) so half a percent margin of error damn yeah so um (laughs) 4.33 was the uh the chosen but it's it's about for typically they mark up um 
the brews, the, the session IPAs they currently make is about 4.2. So it's not, yeah. it's not half a percent out, but it's, you know, you get the point. Yeah. Did you consider doing it 3.33 or did that just seem too weak? 4.33. No, but I, did you consider making it like 3.33%? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. But then we thought it's just going to be too weak. You might as well just drink water. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well go to Utah at that point. Drink with the Mormons. <laughs> drink cause light. That's what hey. you guys drink. Right? <laughs> That's what you guys drink over there, right? Hey, hey. JB's wearing the shirt right now. There's nothing wrong. With are you actually? Are you wearing light? that shirt? Yeah, he is. He is. Let's go. Bro. Oh shit! This, this is one of my favorite shirts. This is a this is a hand me down from my dad. This shirt's been in the family. Yeah, for dude, years. it looks comfy. It, it's nice. There's nothing wrong with a good Coors Light though, as a substitute for water. Gets you hydrated and gets you drunk <laughs> if you drink enough of them. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit harsh on Coors Light. All beers, right? <laughs> Specifically Coors Light or light beers in general? Uh, light, I think, yeah, light beers in general. I think I would yeah. be, I don't know. They remind me That's of uni too much, like just doing beer bongs with Fosters and <laughs> Bud Light and shit. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I, so that is a thing in the UK, though. You guys do have light beers. Yeah, but I guess they're like more imported. Um, yeah, I don't know. If, yeah, I, I, I guess we have like, carling and shit, but that's just horrible shit. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, all right. So nobody did. Nobody has tasted this beer yet, or you have? Well, so it was. Um, so we we brewed the mini keg and to, to sort of because they asked me, you know, instead of instead of white labeling a beer of one of their current beers, you know, I wanted to brew our own, our own beer. Um, so a few of us came down and we tried lots of different beers. Um, well, we were supposed to come down, but all the trains strike. So in the end, it was just me and Nick. Um, okay. we tried lots of different beers and we sort of, we had like a big ingredients list of hops. Um, and we just sort of said, ah, oh, this hop looks nice. This hop looks good. And then at the time I was drinking, I still have lots of different beer and sort of noting down the hops that I liked and then threw an ingredient at them. And then about five weeks later, they came up with a mini keg um, and we tried it. Oh, I tried it because Nick couldn't come down. So I was, I'm actually the only one to, to try this beer other than the brewery. Yeah. So I do Does feel that make a you nervous? Fucking nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so was it getting um, premiered at this UK uh, D-Gods party? That's yeah. Like the, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know how many yeah, people so, are supposed to be uh, showing up there? I think like hundred plus. So right? we, yeah, wow, like two hundred, ish. Uh, what do you think, That's Buzz? Crazy. Buzz has sort of got his. Buzz has sort of been leading yeah, the, so the venue the, side. Yeah, so the venue's got the capacity for for two hundred. Um, we'll we'll take take a hundred. To be honest, selfishly. I'll take 20 and then I can just drink more of the beer. <laughs> Keep all the leftovers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the way I see it, I'm landing Thursday, which means I have all day Thursday and all day Friday to put my American accent to work and tell every girl <laughs> that I run into that, you know, my buddies are having a beer release party this Saturday in London. Are you interested in going and see what happens? Uh, I think we can get good. a good turnout. My, like uh, so plan. I'm, I, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to London. So my dad and my uncle are doing like this two week Europe trip. Uh, and they, they just happen to be in London the same time as the Packers Giants game. 
So my dad hit me up and was like, hey, you know, I know you're trying to save for a house, blah, 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 like IRL work, whatever. Um, but if you wanted to just fly out for the weekend, like I'll buy your ticket. And I'm like, well, yeah, duh, of course. Um, so I'll be there with my dad and my uncle. But like we usually do a guy's trip every year. And my dad and my uncle are the most like like the best wingman wingmen, whatever it is like that you can find like you go out to a bar and it's like their purest form of entertainment is trying to like get girls like telling girls that like you know i want to talk to them or whatever even though i'm like clearly married like they just they get a kick out of like getting like bringing girls into the group so i told them about this party and i told them you know that one of our goals for the weekend is going to be to bring as many women as we can to the party. And they were very excited about that. So we'll see, this will be, this will be a very good test for them. But then buzz told me <laughs> that uh, apparently British girls love American accents. So I think, I think it's yeah. going to shoot and fish in a barrel, but I guess we'll see. And you're going to be in Mayfair as well. So all the girls are rich. Um, I'll take that. And pretty hot as well rich and hot and like they probably look at me and they're like he's broken and i can fix him <laughs> yeah. so you've hot got your rich, niche down fully mental right <laughs> say it again buzz yeah. i'm saying if they're hot and rich like they're fully mental as well but it's all good no, it's yeah fine. That's, that's all right they're here here for a good yeah. time not a long time i think the thing is jb so you've now gone on record you know, 10 days before the event saying you're going to bring all these women we'll catch up post event right it's just to see how many there were i that did cross my mind after uh you know i started talking about it um and earlier today i was like i mean how good of a like first uk d gods brew gods release one year d gods anniversary i think slate's internet just cut out because he he said comcast was gonna rug him um how good of a like word of mouth story would it be if everyone's like impression is did you see how many girls jb brought to the party <laughs> <laughs> like that that's something you can't fucking live down dude and that's like i'll never have a chance to do it again because like if i'm you know like nyc like i brought my wife and whatever and if it's in the states i'll probably bring her because it's you know not an extra couple hundred bucks to fly a second person out so it's like that that might be my legacy in the UK is like the guy, the American kid that flew over and brought, you know, fixed the ratio at the UK D God's party. If you do that, I'll ship you a story. Cake. I'll tell it. I'll, I'll hold you to that. That's probably expensive <laughs> as fuck to ship a keg. One keg over. One keg. It's like 80 pints. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, that'll, that'll be fun. So, yeah, that's going to be Saturday the 8th. It's also the one-year anniversary of D-Gods. Uh, have you guys given any thought to that? Um, I think I heard something about a robot that's going to potentially have, like, the D-Gods team on a live stream or something. Uh, yeah. Um, so so the, the, <laughs> the date is not coincidence. Um, basically, the, when we were talking about the, the timeline for, for Brew Gods, uh, or for the, for DIPA, it's like we have to hit the eighth of October. <laughs> uh, it, it was there was there was no kind of room room for negotiation with that. Oh, yeah. um, 
and and I think you know we we saw the the sick time that everyone had at, uh, in New York, um, and we're like we need to bring some of that to to Europe. Uh, I guess given the given the date, we knew that the core team was going to be busy with uh, with use, uh, and so we just kind of cracked on with with organizing an event um, for um, you know, for the for the one year anniversary. Um, once we'd got so far down the road, and once Utes had, uh, or at least the tubes had, uh, had released, then we we kind of got in touch with uh, with Finn and, and Taylor, and just like presented the plan, and they were like, "Holy fucking shit, that's going to be so cool!" Um, oh, yes. So yeah, there are uh, yeah, I, I don't think uh, I don't think the, the core team is, is going to make it over. But as you say, we've uh, we've we've got a robot that will be able to. Navigate around the venue. Uh, I think actually it, it is controlled by like by the guys who who are on the camera. So like Finn no or way, Frank, whatever, will be able to control the robot going around the room and seeing what's going on. So uh, yeah. they're going to be there without being without being there, which is which is pretty fucking cool. That's awesome, especially because that I mean maybe Utes will have revealed or they'll still be like working on the reveal. So they're either going to be like in mid or post reveal hysteria at HQ or they're going to be like grinding towards reveal at HQ. So they're definitely like just to ha- have the robot like going while the rest of them are, you know, while they're like working on some shit and uh, man, that's really cool. I, um, the Shuey at the UK D gods party is going to be fucking epic. I'm very Can't excited. Wait for that. To see that. Yeah. I'm going to bring I, a welly. Uh, it's going to be your first yeah. welly. Uh, not the first. That's what Cerulean does. And now, honestly, like, it's like a, <laughs> I was a waiting for that. Boot. Yeah. The only reason I know what it is is because Cerulean. That's his go-to shoey as well. It's uh, yeah. It's like a rubber uh, okay. rain boot slate. Are you gonna try to uh, yeah. break the record for? Um, uh, I guess simultaneous shoeys. Yeah, not not only that, but for, it probably isn't one. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. However many we did on the the Magic Eden yacht, <laughs> I think I think the Magic Eden yacht was like eleven or twelve people. So we'll definitely try and get more people simultaneously, and then we'll try and break the record uh, for engagement on that tweet, which is sitting at fifteen hundred likes and four hundred retweets. So I think uh, you know year anniversary. Yeah, I, I think we got a shot though. Year anniversary, UKD gods, brew gods, launch party, you know, thirty fucking yeah. dudes and like maybe one girl doing a shoey. Honestly, <laughs> that's the key. If we get one girl in the shoey video, like that record is toast for sure. I see if I can convince. We have We've Jim. got a, like, there's, there's a. I'm saying there's a few girls in the in the D gods UK chat, right? Um, so um, I, I don't know whether that. Um, no, so we've got uh, the dopamine chaos. Uh, hmm. Is a girl? Um, Wouldn't have guessed yeah. that. Uh, D goat, right? Yeah. She uh, or I Dylan helmet? No, she. Yeah, yeah. She she sold the Dylan helmet recently. Okay. Um, Noise. But um, yeah, but uh, and there's a few others as well. Um, in there we've um. What won't be the party? We've got uh, KTG from uh, Rakudos as well, so she's she's uh, she's in there as well. Um, and there's, there's one other that I'm thinking of. Um, but the question is, Nack. will they do she's, a shoey? Yeah, so that's Nack. the question. I think so. I think I think, I think so, yeah. they have to. 
peer pressure for yeah. sure. Peer pressure prevails. <laughs> yeah, so that's, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, there was uh, all the girls were too spread out on the Magic Eden yacht, and honestly, there weren't that many D goddesses on the yacht. The party, if we had done the you know group shoey at like the D gods party, that might have been a different story. Um, so yeah, I think we've got some some serious potential to do one of the the best shoeys that shoey videos that Web three has seen. Very excited for that. And, and there's still time for people to to like sign up, right? So um, I know we've yeah. got people. It's not just for for the UK, right? Obviously, JB, you're coming over. I know. Uh, Jerome's coming over um, from King Laz. In, in front. Yeah, yeah, King Laz. Yeah, it's, he's got his flights booked from Sweden. So uh, yeah, there's a, there's a few kind of European deagles coming as well. So uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a good night. Yeah, I'm trying to peer pressure the like ma- mostly American god group chats that I'm in to see who I can get over there. But I think uh, a little over a week and a half is a little too short a notice for that. But yeah, try my yeah. best but yeah if you're i mean besides this whole train whatever strike shit if you are anywhere in the vicinity of of london and the uk i feel like you know it's like me flying to new york city for you guys yeah to, to be honest anyone anyone coming from outside of the uk it's not a problem right because you're all going to fly into london you're going to be in london but you, you can get an uber but whatever right it's for us kind of like uh jim and i don't live in london We'll be coming in and we'll have to drive or whatever, but yeah, like no, no drama. Miss Buzz and Miss Jim are going to be the the designated drivers. I'm assuming. On that. <laughs> oh, she will. Yeah. She's yeah. Uh, she, Mrs. Jim is Welsh as well, so she'll definitely do a shoey. Let's go. What's is uh? What is the heaviest drinking? I don't know. What do you call it? State in the UK? Country. Uh, well, yes, yeah, so you got you got. Uh, I guess the, the different different types of drinks, right? So, like the Scots are pretty famous for, say, yeah, for the their Scots. drinks. Uh, yeah, they, you know, they drink a lot of whiskey. Um, yeah, the, yeah, the English don't have a great rep, you know, rep in terms of like Brits abroad. I don't know if that's ever really experienced in America, but the EU guys will know yeah, about I've, Brits I've abroad. Seen a lot we, of that. we haven't got a great uh, rep. But... You guys know how to party. Yeah. It's... What is that? Is that like a like yeah. a Twitter page or something? No, they're Brits just abroad? like worse than Americans. Just, they're just hammered good everywhere just, they go, yeah. loud, obnoxious, and drunk. Pretty much, that's their reputation. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't even defend it slate. <laughs> so if you were to I think and and help me out with this slate, if I were to look at the states, I feel like Wisconsin is the first one that comes to my mind of being like the Absolutely. most notorious yeah, drinkers. It is, hands down. Yeah. So you would say it would be Scotland? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. Well maybe the Irish. The Irish love a drink. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's shit. I didn't even know Ireland was in the UK. I should have known that. Only half of it, though, right? Yeah, Northern Ireland. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. What so. about like in England proper, though? <laughs> like just the English, you know, what What do you guys call the different areas? Is it like, you know, like, so you, county, you have, like, counties? counties? North and like, south. Counties, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> counties, right, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, Jim's right. Like north and south, right? Yeah. You got the there's a there's a there's a a main road uh, like a motorway 
um, it kind of goes Bristol to, to London. Uh, and from, I live south of that. So everything below that motorway is the south and everything above that is the north. Uh, it's not really the north, <laughs> but it's, uh, that, that's, kind of like, that's kind of the pointer for me. I'm, I'm, I'm down south. Yeah, you have, is, a, you have the different counties, right? Is it uh, a north and south division like the states has where like, you know, the south is southern as we call it but more like we we get like the rednecks and shit like that and then the north is little so it's been more in, re- in reverse well, no, so, yeah I'd, I'd say that as well like the 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 south is typically softer uh i'd, I'd counter <laughs> that but uh <laughs> that's the yeah, that's the yeah i think it comes down to like the, the the different like historically the different working classes right i guess the, the north was a bit more working class and maybe maybe typically a bit uh bit rougher a bit harder and the money the, was the in the south South was, yeah yeah gotcha. we're gonna get lynched for that because most of the ukd gods are from birmingham it <laughs> seems yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. Where, where is birmingham in relation to london because i the only reason i know uh what birmingham is i knew is you were gonna say blinders <laughs> and i thought <laughs> but then until I met Brummy and I thought Brummy was just like, you know, his name or whatever. I come to find out he named himself after an entire fucking region. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, yes. I don't know if you call like, you've got a name for people in the States. I like Rednecks, for example, like people in Birmingham are Brummies. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, I guess it's like like two hours north west of London. Yeah, okay. Which two hours in uh, in the UK compared to two hours in the States is... Two hours is a long time, mate. Yeah, that's a hike. You, you guys, you guys are like on oh, no drama. We're just driving like three or four hours upstate, right? And oh my god, like... buddy! When I lived in Florida and South Florida, it took me eight hours to leave Florida to go to another state. <laughs> that's insane. That's wild, man. That's wild. Yeah. Um. All right. So first, Brew Gods released the DIPA uh, on October eighth. D God's first year anniversary. UK D gods party. Uh, what is the plan for brew gods after that? Do you guys have any other releases in the pipeline? Are you pivoting more towards project releases? It's, I'd say it's pretty open at the minute. There's like lots of ideas floating around, but there's nothing sort of concrete. Um, I think we wanted to get the first batch nailed and not sort of run before we could walk because clearly none of us had done this before. So, okay, let's release the first beer and then it turned into, okay, let's host, the UK D God anniversary. Um, but I think um, one arm will be um, definitely sort of providing beers for crypto projects um, for their events. But um, as Buzz says, this is just like Brew Gods is sort of the umbrella. So in the long term, I think we'd like to release gins and whiskeys and mm. maybe open a brewery and, you know, think in long term, maybe there'll be like an NFT collection. Um, I don't know. I mean, this. I don't know what you think, Buzz, but I think those ideas have been floated around before. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, spot on, Jim. I think the the, the key thing there, like you said, is that, that we're not committing to, to any one of those things right now. I think what we want to make sure is that we get DIPA right. You know, we we have the release in the UK. We're already investigating, um, you know, international shipping as well because we recognise there's going to be a demand for that in, in Europe and the US. Um, so let's let's get the first product right. And then kind of go from there. But like you say, whiskeys, gins, maybe a wine or whatever. Like, yeah, sure. the, I think that having the having the uh, the brew gods umbrella, and then the the D 
whatever it, it kind of there's opportunities around this right but what what as jim said we don't want to run before we can walk um so let's get the ipa right and then um and go from there yeah apple juice for bread yep <laughs> yeah um <laughs> well yeah we might so, be able to do, we can definitely do a non-alcoholic and that's something the brewery are doing as well so yeah, that, that that's definitely something that's in the pipeline, like a non-alcoholic, maybe like half a percent or something, or a bit less. Maybe that'd be zero point three three or something. I wouldn't go too heavy into that. <clears throat> no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, um. So so, what is the distribution going to look like for the DIPA though? Like, are are people in the UK going to be able to order it, or is it just going to be like a limited run? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So the, the first run is sort of like half cakes and half cans. So we get an idea on the demand because um, you know, there's going to be a lot of people drinking this that have no idea about tea gods. And that's another yeah. cool thing that we want to do is we want to um, like on the pump. Um, I don't know if you've gone to a bar and you just see a cool label and you think, ah, I'll have that one. Um, and what we want to do is maybe if we can um, have like maybe not a QR code on the label, but something next to it or something similar so people can scan it and go, what is this? And, oh, okay, it tracks to the Deagle website. Um, and that's something that's on the cans as well. And we can track how many people are coming through that QR code. Um, it's just getting you know, more eyes Sweet. on the project. Um, but, yeah, in terms of distribution, everyone in the UK will be able to order it um, via our website. And that will be using the Helio, um, so like, you know, that, their, their payment system, um, which is, I don't know if anyone's used that before. That's pretty pretty seamless um and um love it and um we are we do we can ship i found out today we can ship internationally and to so that includes europe america um australia new zealand what i don't really know right now is what the cost is um but i think buzz mentioned it earlier that we do have some uh, contacts in america with an american brewery uh, in california um, that we're in discussions with, with you know, a partnership will form there in, in the future. But yeah, right now nice. we're concentrating on the UK and, and Europe. Nice. I love how I can see you checking your notes uh, in the reflection of your sunglasses. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm just like, <laughs> I haven't actually got any notes here, but I'm just sort of like, you know, when you no, think. I can't actually like... <laughs> tell, but it, it looked like you were like looking. <laughs> no, this is a, I don't think you can see this parcel. Yeah. Um, all right. So. One other thing that I am theorizing is happening on October 8th is the Utes reveal. What are you guys' thoughts just, you know, going back to kind of more overarching D-God stuff, what are you guys' thoughts on what's happened with Utes so far, um, you know, from the tube experience to the, the delays now and, and the reveal and all that? I guess we're coming, yeah. In terms of our experiences, like Jim said, we, we're coming from from different timelines there. Um, I think, I think from my perspective. So, in truth, I I I, I played the game. I'm into my tubes, and I, I haven't really paid it much attention since then. Uh, I think we we were talking about it earlier in in the chat, right? And I was like, "What's happened? Oh, a delay? Okay, fine." I, I think I think for me, there's there's probably two two types of people. Um, that are causing the the noise on on Twitter around the around the delay, and it's it's those that aren't in the D Gods community yet and are desperate to get in, and obviously having been in there for for a year, uh, you know can can understand why you want to be a part of the, the D Gods family. 
Um, so there's the, the the excitement there for those guys, which is which is really cool. And then the, the, I think the flip side of that is those that um, just want to kind of mint and then and then sell it for for profits or whatever. Uh, and you know those guys are going to get a payday at some point. So just like calm calm yourselves. Like there's no point stressing. I think I think we've it's been talked about a lot in the pod before. I've, I I trust I trust the team, <laughs> and I, I'm I'm in that state where I'm just like, eh, okay, I'll. I'll keep degening into other things and I'll, I'll be flipping other mints, but um, I'll just, you know, it'll be ready when it's ready and I'm not really bothered. Uh, I think as well, I think what Buzz has said, I'm overall not, not, not worried for the long term, but I think what was a real shame is <clears throat> you've brought a lot of new people into uh, the D God ecosystem. And I feel, I worry that that, has been, you know, the reputation of you gods has been damaged and a lot of people will leave. And I guess a lot of people will return as well. But it was such a, a hype train and it was kind of beautiful to see really because it was the first time I'd really seen it. Um, and, I, yeah, when it delayed and the whole, you know, kind of big L for the team, um, I think I was really worried that actually that, you know, could, can they recover from that? I think after the reflection they can. Um, but yeah, like I say, it wasn't, it wasn't like a great impression, especially a lot of people from ETH that came over. There was like a big surge of people from ETH that came over and they saw this project didn't deliver on all this hype that they had despite previous delays. Um, so yeah, but overall, I think, I think the team will be fine. Um, I think they're doing some amazing stuff. Um, but yeah, that was just a bit of a shame. What do you think, JB? No, I, I, I agree. Uh, I see both sides of it. Um, I think what Buzz mentioned is kind of just having dealt with this type of situation before. Um, Like, you know, when Dead Gods were announced, uh, you know, it it was a certain date and time. And for a lot of the world, it was like in the middle of the night and then it was delayed like, you know, five or six hours or something like that. there, I think there's, you know, obviously, like you go all the way back to like the D Gods Mint and the the fiasco that that was, and and I think a lot of that stems from, uh, you know, not only wanting to do everything in house, uh, do it all ourselves, not you know look, look for outside dev help or whatever it may be, but also I think one of the hardest things to do is trying to time that hype. And like you said, Jim, I think the hype leading into Utes with the Ute list, you know, with uh, just everything, the Frank going on every Twitter space imaginable, all the ETH people coming over, like the hype was at an all-time high that I do think that there was a little bit of pressure to do something to capitalize on that wave of hype. And in doing so, maybe... Uh, some of the stuff that, you know, should have been ready when tubes minted wasn't ready. And now here we are with this delay. But I think like you list the scholarship platform, like obviously was tested, worked well, a little bit, some hiccups around like mint or whatever, but like that whole experience was incredible. Like hype wise, that was one of the coolest things I had ever fucking seen. And I think if we had done that and then, stopped and waited you know maybe a month 
until everything else on the technical side of what Utes is supposed to be, meaning like the art and the staking and all that was ready. I think that could have been equally detrimental to like the project and our, our reputation. But yeah, I, I agree that, you know, and again, I, I forget at this point now if it was like specific, you know, oh, your twos will reveal in X amount of time or not because it's been a while. But um, I think it was the Friday, right? I think that like was saying, like yeah, the Friday, that's right. Like actually, a week after it was that's like, right. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be Friday and then it was like postponed indefinitely. Like, I get that being a little bit of a disappointment. But then at the end of the day, you know, like you're saying, if if it's waiting for perfection waiting for like shit to really be ready to go and especially if you're one of these new people and like this is your chance to join one of the i mean the number two project and the number one community on solana like just give it a little bit of patience i get a lot of people probably think that you know they're gonna sell their tube go degen the money into some other shit flip it make it back and buy their tube back and hopefully that works out for some people but yeah, I don't know. I think uh, as we grow and as we scale to, you know, overtaking some of these other ETH projects, um, we definitely are going to have to work on our communication, work on our, you know, setting realistic deadlines, which I saw a tweet not too long ago that showed, you know, some of the delays that like big ETH projects have done, which I didn't know about any of them because I'm not an ETH guy, but like, I guess like doodles have it a was in, it was in Frank Frank's like uh Frank's like blog wasn't yes it? He, like, yeah it was he in called out all the yeah, blog yeah. posts yeah like it, like there's a doodles second collection that took you know yeah. four months to reveal or some shit like that so you know it happens and obviously the spotlight is on us so everything looks worse but I, I do think it's just it's something you don't want to rush but at the same time like me personally I probably wouldn't have promised anything until i had a a good idea that i thought i could deliver you know relatively close to that time yeah that's the biggest downfall and that's hopefully the biggest learning experience from this mint and and what's going down right now for the core team is like don't chuck dates out Mm. even if it's in an unrecorded twitter space just don't say shit until you know (laughs) that like it's actually you know you can kind of back it up I think I don't know how you feel about this, but but I think I mean this is nothing on the scale that these guys were doing, all the pressure, but just trying to organise this party uh, and everything that goes with it. It's kind of gave me a little flavour of just how many things you have to firefight when trying to do something in crypto. Um, yeah, yeah, so I and I think yeah, maybe. Maybe not just just crypto, but I think in general, you know, taking a project live and if you if you're treating treating the event as as a project, um, you know, getting any project live has its road bump, uh, you, know, you know, bumps in the road and uh, and get to that kind of critical mass towards the the end date where you're like, I'm either going to hit this if I bust my balls now, or even if I bust my balls, I'm, I've missed it now, and then you kind of have to deal with that, right? So I think, yeah, it's a good insight. In, in terms of uh, kind of some of the stuff they've had to go through for sure. Yeah. There's a lot of moving parts too. Like, you know, especially when you're working, you know, like they're building a staking system from scratch. Like a lot of projects just use a pre-built staking system and they do shit that other people have done. And you can go 
and you can buy that service buy that platform and just have it ready to go or whatever like when you're doing something from scratch you really don't know how long it's going to take yeah i'm sure so i'm sure it could have been released already if we were just doing the same stuff that's been done before um so like you know it is unfortunate just the fact that it's gone like this for the new eyes that are on the project but i don't think we're going to be in real trouble unless for some reason huge drops and it's just like a nothing burger you know what i'm saying but like if it's bomb then like no one's really gonna give a shit about the uh the delays yeah if, if you like four years time five years time yeah if, if everything goes the way that, that i think it potentially could no one's get, really going to give a shit that it yeah. was six or seven yeah. weeks delayed, right? You know, the grand scheme of things, it feels like like you know the 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 end of the world right now. But it's like you know, in in the long term, it, it'll be fine. And you know, I guess t- like touching on the hype, um, the, like you said, Jim, that the the hype was was something like I hadn't seen before. I remember like when the when the like trailer videos got released, like I played that song over and over again. I was just, just I went and shazammed the artist and like, I found that artist as, as well and was like listening to her and I was just like oh, I was so hyped that week and then when the, the experience dropped it was like like you say the fucking coolest minute in experience ever yeah I still think people will still remember that even even like once uh once you um mints people you know will, will forget uh or will move on from the delays they'll remember the cool minute experience you know the the pioneering stuff that the, the team are doing if you look in like history books, right, I'm pretty sure that you know whoever it was that uh, came to America for the first time, I'm sure they had a plan of how long it was going to take. And it probably took a lot longer, right? Like it's just yeah. it's not recorded or it's you know, not as visible as it is nowadays with uh, with social media and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, I don't. I try not to lose sleep over this stuff, um, and it's, particularly to you know, point, I, I, a little bit too. Like I, I feel like now that the spotlight and the heat is really on. I don't think the team is going to release anything less than mind blowing, even if it means pushing it back further. Cause like now at this point, we're already in the middle of a fucking delay. Don't drop shit until it's like guaranteed to melt faces. And then as long as the experience, the mint, the art, the staking, the fucking whatever is sick as shit you know, that's it. That's good. That'll kill the FUD. People are going to want to get back in. Like, I, I, and then it's smooth sailing from that on, or at least it's on to the next, you know, thing that we can delay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I think looking yeah. at, looking at these NFT floor prices, there's, there's a, there's a pattern that emerges in all trading. There's, there's peaks and troughs all the time. So it's just yeah. a perfect buying opportunity, isn't it? Buy the FUD, sell the hype. Yeah. And you know, maybe fuck. What did we? What was our all-time high? We hit like almost six hundred yeah. before six hundred. Yeah, I think, think yeah. six hundred. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah. As, think, as a guy that minted three and yeah. paper-handed two under ten soul, like to everyone that's like just that's waiting, just just hold on, right? yeah. <laughs> because uh, yeah, I I still held one and yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for that. But I had three and I was just impatient or yeah. or you know. Hedging my bets, I suppose. Utes are practically sitting at mint right now. If you if you look yeah. at it, if you think of it as like you know the cost of dust and and what people were paying to get whitelist and shit from other projects, like they're pretty much just sideways sitting at mint, waiting until reveal. Literally nothing has happened, you know, uh, progression of the project wise yet. 
So yeah, what unless you're in desperate need for a hundred and thirty soul, which I you know hundred fifteen. Hundred and fifteen. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> Maybe this is uh like not uh sensitive of me but i don't think that's life-changing money to that many people um who are you know trading jpegs but yeah just fucking relax it's gonna be a mythic in there somewhere as well is that mythic yeah yeah oh my god i've only got Um, one so i'm like do i sell do i sell the hype train up to it you'll be playing a dangerous game there buddy chance or less oh no yeah (laughs) (laughs) or do i just mint it I'm just not like, yeah, I, I, I'm not smart enough to play that game. So I just hold everything. Well, not everything. I hold all my everything D gods related. I just fucking hold on to it. And, you know, when I really need money, um, apart from the one D god that I paper handed at like eight soul because I was like, oh, my God, like I have a two X for the first time in three months or whatever since I minted this. And I've bought like six since then at much more than eight soul. Like the only time I've sold one is when I needed like five figures for something IRL. And I'm like, all right, I'll sell one of these for that. And now I have these left and blah, blah, blah. I'll sell one later on. But yeah, fuck. Imagine that. What is it? 0.5% that you mint one of the one of ones like, oh, now that would shit. be life changing. Sorry about that. Yeah. No matter. Yeah. That would be life changing money. Yeah. <laughs> your, your tube that's just sitting there unrevealed in your wallet not life-changing money literally like can't do shit but no you you hit that mythic you hit that one-on-one like yeah you're going to disneyland <laughs> it's, it's it's when you sell it's, it's when you when you sell one and then they drop and then you look back at the number right that's the killer and then yeah. you, you realize that the number you had was one of the one-on-ones so it's like oh just yeah i think that's the main reason why i'm not going to sell because i think i, I try to never look back after i sell stuff like <laughs> If I sell something, I'm like, I'm not going back. Especially if it's unrevealed, I'm not going to go look. Um, and a lot of times, if I'm out of the project, no. I don't look. And then sometimes I'll see, like, a month later or something when it's running up, people will post, like, oh, it's, like, 200 soul floor. And I sold it at, like, 40. And I'll be like, damn, man, you could have just not showed yeah. that to me. <laughs> yeah, but on the, like, conversely, think of how many things that you sure. sold and then probably, like, went to zero and no one ever talked about again. And so you just yeah. forgot about that. I, I I told that to K Money, who is uh, one of the on the Utes team yesterday, because um, I think she's like relatively new to trading NFTs, and she posted a tweet about like how do I stop bag holding, and I was like, dude, just just like mint a couple, list one for a three X if it's pumping, and you know take your fucking profit and hold the others, or if you only have one, like. And, and you don't give two shits about the project, take your one, list it for three X, never fucking look at it again. <laughs> like just take yeah. your money and run, dude. Who cares? Yeah, you gotta sell. Yeah. I've been in a I've been in a pretty I've been in a pretty heavy selling mode, not not D Gods or or two, but like in general, over the last month I've been pretty heavy kind of selling. Uh I'm, I'm, one of the, and I guess it was talked a lot about in the in the, the D Gods uh, UK chat recently was the, the the whole tax implication side of things, right? Um, mm. And so I, I, it transpired that uh, I've I've from a sole perspective I've taken I've I've done well over the last month and you know got a nice kind of stacking sole, but from a from a US deal from a fiat perspective I've taken a fat L 
which which is fine because then it means I can offset that that um, that loss for my for my returns, and then I'm yeah. still holding a, a bag of soul, so it's like win win. I don't be afraid to to sell, right? I think yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I have still not done any. I don't like, even want to think about God consideration. <laughs> so that's not good. Right. Shout shout out to shout out to the guys at Netrunner. Uh, it's uh, honestly, I think the floor price is at like two and a half or something right now. And uh, just the platform that they're building is is nuts. So yeah, it, they kind of index all of your NFTs, and can they'll go back through and say, you know, take a. I had like a, a shadowy supercoder, right? So I bought at ten sol, I sold at fifty sol, um, but given the value of sol at the time, I, I was up forty sol uh, in, in profits from that perspective. But I was down like eight k USD. Yeah. just because of the way in which so like just tracking it all i never would have done that myself but the fact that they've got a platform where it will just index everything like and they're so, they're about to release their tax reporting as well so i'm take a look so netrunner it's, has a working product because that is a prime example of a project where it minted and it like it pumped a little off mint and when i heard what the utility was i was like that's sick but tax season is very far away so i'm i'm like gonna you know let this die down and now that you brought it back up it's like half of what i would have bought it then and i might just yeah. buy one right now that's some ukd yeah, guys right there oh yeah we was um we were speaking that. with the speaking with the guys over um they're based out of australia and and yeah like the the tax reporting is is dropping for i think said so for like the uk the us and for australia like within the next six weeks um so that's oh. that's huge right so because my tax yeah. strategy, just for the sake of like keeping everything easy, was just going to be pay taxes on you know what I take out of uh, a centralized exchange. But then it's like you're literally only reporting your gains, and God knows we all take enough fucking L's that like it would be nice to offset it. But I just didn't think it was going to be possible. So now we're talking. Yeah, I'm sure they still get think, absolutely. I- fucked with like you know otcs and shit like that i think the, the thing for me on it is uh it's not so much now and i don't know what it's like in the in the, in the us or other parts of the world but like hmrc or the the, like the uk tax guys uh are not up to speed yet but they can go back seven years and so you're telling me in seven years time they're not going to be all over this shit but of course they are <laughs> which so, how fucking annoying is that bro like you're yeah. telling me that I have gotten away with this shit because y'all didn't have your shit together for seven <laughs> yeah. years, yeah. and then you're gonna go back and be like, "Wait a minute, come on, yeah, yeah. remember those JPEGs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> NFTs won't you. even exist at the I mean, at listen, that time. I, They'll be like, uh, you owe us a million dollars.' Yeah. Like, oh fuck, yeah. right? Yeah. Literally everything like went to zero. Like all of our D gods gains are gone because NFTs don't exist anymore. And the IRS comes knocking on your door, like, "Hey, you remember those internet pictures?" Like, what, dude? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I love That's taxes. a horror story I carry right all there. My taxes. God bless America, but uh, yikes. <laughs> oh man. I'll tell you what I do love going back and, and uh, I love the notifications on magic Eden. First of all. So like you see when you sold shit and then when I go and I click on the thing that I sold and the person who is my exit liquidity has it listed for higher. And it's like the floor is half what I sold it for. It's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Suckers. When will you learn? 
we lost Jim, but um, that's all right. So unless anyone has any like D gods related questions or UK or brew gods, I just want to talk about London and what I'm going to do on my vacation. I'd be interested in that. Slate. Sure. Yeah. So I'm staying uh, on some river. There's a big mm-hmm. one there, I think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just a just a little a little stream <laughs> called the Thames. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> um, I I forget what the name of the hotel is, but it's uh something something on the on the river, um, Battersea Park. Yeah, Battersea. Is that a good area of London? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm a, a it's a pretty popular. I've got a few friends that live in in Battersea. Um, as in from my so from my perspective. London is is work. Uh, I just commute into London, or, or at least pre-COVID was was commuting on a daily basis into London for work. So I don't really spend that much time in London outside of that. Um, but you're pretty central, uh, and there's you know there's there's all this touristy stuff to do, right? So is, is this going to be the first time you've been to the UK? Yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. So I think you have to do the 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 standard uh, touristy shit, right? Like go and check out Buckingham Palace and and see the the, you know, the Houses of Parliament and and all that stuff um it's it's worth doing if you're like, first time or whatever that's cool and it, you know go up in the london eye and and have a look at um you know the views that you've got on the london eye that's um that's pretty good as well but there's there, there'll be some like underground stuff as well like um there's an area called camden that, that's a pretty cool area um it's like little like, bars and, and stuff in camden that's pretty cool if you've got right. the shard as well if you've got the shard you'll, you'll get a good view yeah. of the london and yeah the shard's there. cool it's a restaurant up there the shard. The shard. The shard. S-H-A-R. It's kind of like the Empire State Building, I guess. Of JB's London. imagining he's going to go it's into like Lord new. of the Rings type situation over there, bro. <laughs> 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 the Shire. <laughs> the Shire. <laughs> yeah, there's not hobbits in London. There's just little people running around everywhere. A bunch of orcs at the uh, Egot's oh, yeah. Drinking out of shoes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I've heard about okay. a lot of different like popular London foods. Uh, I guess like fish and chips, um, different curries, bangers, and mash. What is there? What are you gonna make JB try, or what should he try when he's over there? Oh yeah, battered Mars bar. So maybe not. Yeah. Do you know what, Jim? That's exactly what I was going to say. Shout out to the Scots, right? That's not a it's not a London thing per se. I think it's Scottish or, or it's a Northern. Yeah, I think thing. so. They bust everything. Um, yeah. What was it? But, um, so you know, like a, a Mars yeah. bar. Just, oh, yeah. just deep deep fry oh. that shit. Oh, okay. You've got shit like that's that it. at like that's very American and stuff uh, over here. They deep fry everything. Yeah, yeah we deep fry everything. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, we're probably the wrong audience. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh what was the name of the bar it's like a chain of bars that are fucking everywhere that you guys keep talking weather about spoons. Uh, we- weather spoons weather spoons or just yeah, spoons spoons okay yeah yeah because i think i googled weather spoons and there's literally like one on every corner it's like our starbucks yeah but they're pretty good you can get you can get like most you can get like a curry or a burger or anything with a with a pint for eight quid or something like that Let's go, which, which, is, which is like seven amazing. bucks now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you picked a good time, JB. Like, yeah. Bro, I'm about to ball out in London on a budget. <laughs> First time anyone's come to London and been like, it's so cheap. Here. Yeah. 
Um, all you right, check this, out this Guinness. Guy. You like you like Guinness, JB? I fucking love Guinness. Well, you guess yeah. Go yeah. find an Irish bar in London. Oh yeah, I, I'll drink a shit ton of Guinness. Although, is it true that you guys drink your beer room temperature? Um, I there guess it depends what beer. Mainly, many ales, like old man sort of ales, are room temperature. But most beers these days, I think, are like craft IPAs and stuff, are pretty chilled. Okay, so I, if I go to to a Spoons or something, they're gonna have cold beer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Somebody told me that, and I was like, "You." It might have been Cuddles because I know he loves to roast you guys. And I was like, "You guys <laughs> got to be fucking kidding me, dude." Um, uh, the where is the Packer Giants game at? That's at Wembley. The uh, no, it's at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Is that the name of the stadium? That's a great yeah, stadium, yeah. actually. And they've got a brewery in that stadium. Have you um, Let's go. you ever heard of Gamma Ray? That's uh, like a uh, the brewery's called Beaver Town. And their beer, their, their beer is called Gamma Ray. That's the most famous one. Or Neck Beaver Oil. Town sounds familiar. So okay, they have a, yeah, so their brewery's in the stadium and they sell beers there for like two quid or something, two fifty. That's a fucking hike from uh, from where I'm going to be at, but I, we'll get there. Yeah, the stadium's, but I've, I've not been, but um, it's you know, been purpose-built to host the NFL, right? So they've got... Um, they've got like the the soccer changing rooms on one side, and then they've got the the American football changing rooms, which are obviously like six times the size given the squad size, right? And, um, but they're dedicated they're dedicated for the the NFL, and they've got the the pitch now that like they they wheel the football pitch the soccer pitch out, and then wheel the American yeah. football pitch in and stuff. So like it's been per- like purpose built to to host the NFL. So um yeah, I mean JB, if you if you get to go. Uh, and see the the Packers lose to to the Giants, then um, <laughs> it'll be a it'll be a hell of experience, man. Are you going to get sewered for calling it soccer on the podcast? Probably. I was just doing it for, <laughs> just for the international listeners, for, for the American listeners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah, I I'm not going for the game per se. Um, so I, I haven't looked at tickets again. I looked at tickets once and it was like 400 bucks a ticket. And I don't yeah. know, like if dust pumps a little, because maybe Utes reveal is around there sometime, maybe, uh, you know, I'll make that work because I would love to buy like my dad and my uncle of mine's tickets. But do you guys have scalpers over there? Yeah. yeah you'll be able to get, you'll be able to get tickets. So, so they're, they, they're fairly hot on it in terms of like the, you know, the secondary muffers or whatever but so you have like the you can get the tickets officially through like Ticketmaster. yeah um but yes you'll have people in the door like selling tickets right and and they have the tailgate there anyway so i'd say even if you can't get a ticket to go like go to the stadium and just kind of i, I mean you know what a tailgate's like anyway right yeah but it'd just be cool to cool to do it over here i think yeah, that that is 100 percent the plan. We're gonna be around the stadium, whether we're watching the game there or we're watching it, you know, at a pub across the street or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. the plan right now. Try and scalp some tickets. You know, if I can, even if I could spend like 200 each instead of 400 for three of them, like I'd be more inclined to do that. But yeah, fuck, that's really exciting, yeah. man. I'll uh, I'll have a look as well. They typically around the the stadiums they have like a a dedicated team pub. So they'll have like a Packers pub or a Giants pub. I'll find out where it is and I'll let you know, man, because that's going to be that'll be a good atmosphere in there, right, with all the yeah. Packers fans. So. Oh, my dad has been sending me uh, like Facebook events 
from Bob's by the Station. What is your guys' like uh, oh, go-to so... drunk food over there? Like uh, three in the morning after the pubs close, or or whenever they close? I'm not sure. Kebab. Yeah, when do the pubs close? Oh, uh, fucking annoyingly early. Which should be, yeah, like really, like one. I guess some maybe. some have the extended license, right? Uh, yeah, some, one or two is pretty standard for here, unless yeah. it's like a big. Oh, is it city. okay? Yeah, so the yeah, clubs are pizza? pizza's for me. I think right. pizza's my go-to. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of us, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. I think kebab oh, yeah. is probably for me. That's a good one. Ooh. But it can be like you get like that garlic mayo taste in the mm-hmm. morning. That's like not a good, <laughs> not a good flavor. Top How about you guys? What's your what's your I mean, it depends on where I am, but I mean, it's got to be like pizza because that's normally the only thing that's open or like McDonald's, a fuck ton of McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, Macca's. Yeah. Like a Macca's. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pizza is probably like a universal standard. My, my McDonald's would be Taco Bell. If I can hit a Taco (laughs) Bell on the way home from the bar at like one in the morning. Oh, I am fucking it up. Um, Yeah. I wish we had some of that. Fast food tacos would be amazing. Oh, you guys have... I guess like there is you... so so not to not to you know, reveal where I live, but there's one there's a Taco Bell not too far away from where I live. Nice. Uh, it's the and they are dotted around in England. I'm sure that's just in <laughs> yeah. London, oh, though, is no, it? Yeah. No, no, there's, there's one. There's, there's I don't think I've ever been to a Taco Bell. Dude, they're nasty. Oh, there's a, there's a few. They're not. The, I mean, as far as fast food goes, bro. Like I would take Taco Bell over like a McDonald's. JB, have you ever have you ever shit like that? You ever eat that it sober? Shit. Taco Bell or no? Yeah, occasionally. It's it's like my guilty pleasure. Yeah, I've tried it sober. And- I'm, oh, I'm good for it? a sober Taco Bell run like every two to okay. three months. Fair maybe. enough. So there's 16, 16 Taco Bells in London. So <laughs> you're fine. In London? There's none in Bristol. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, I think my favorite actually is just a bucket of chicken. KFC. Yeah. Fucking love that. Yeah. Big up the Colonel. Pick up the kernel. <laughs> that, that's uh, yeah, a little too much work for me when I'm drunk, unless I'm like hammered and I'm just absolutely <laughs> in one in a bucket of chicken. But just face first in a bucket. Yeah. What are we? What are we looking at? Uh, well, how much of the party do you guys have planned? Do you get the yeah? Uh, how much do we have planned? How much do we have to say? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, we are like we're, we're frustratingly close with with releasing all the all the details, right? Uh, we, uh, if I'm honest, I'd hoped we were going to come on today and be able to kind of say where it was going to be. Yeah, um, but we haven't we haven't signed the contract uh, yet. So it's, and you've it's learned close. from the uh, um, youth. Yeah, we fiasco. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're learning. Yeah. No announcements. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, no. We'll, we've got we've got some stuff lined up with the with the brewery and, and you know, uh, maybe a, a, an overview of um, of the IPA. Um, and obviously, then there's you know, there's going to be a party. And there's some. We've touched on the robot uh, as, a, as a little uh, Easter egg in there, I guess. And um, there's a few other things that we've got lined up that. Uh, maybe we'll keep that surprise for people that, that want to attend, right? Yeah, oh, we've yeah. got we've got a few things up our sleeve. Um, Just give yeah. people like you know a week's notice to get to London. Yeah, we have been rugged quite a few, quite a bit of time <laughs> yeah. with venues. I guess that 
I guess we put I guess we put the date out there a while ago, right? Like we we are doing an event on the eighth yeah, of October, true, true, true. right? It's it's if it's if it's in my garden, <laughs> then, <laughs> then we're doing an event on the eighth of October in my garden, right? But it's uh, it's happening. Yeah. Well, like, the oh, backup yeah. plan was always that we could hold it at the brewery in Bristol, but it's yeah. not quite as sexy as London, is it? So um, yeah, love it. We'll figure it out. I'm excited regardless. I uh... even if we just got. A couple packs of DIPA and sat in Hyde Park. Like, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the one thing yeah. is, we're not going to run out of beer. We're going to have so much yeah. beer. Yeah. I think which, we brewed something like 2,000 liters of beer or something crazy. Which happened at the D Gods party, or almost happened. We were like, I want to say two hours into the party, and I was going into the back room because there was a fridge in the back room with cold beers, and I like had my backpack back there and was like VIP going back just to grab my own beers. And I go back and I see uh, Finn and chill like stressing about something. And I walk over and they're like, JB, we're going to run out of beer. <laughs> we need <laughs> chill. <laughs> chill hands me the, his phone. And it's like on drizzly with like the D gods credit card. In it. And he was like, just order enough beer to last for the rest of the party. <laughs> so at least we won't have that, uh, you know, issue going on. So, have, no. I'm excited but if, because. But if we, go ahead. So if we do, though, it's kind of a good thing, though, right? Because it means that people liked the IPA. So I'm yeah. kind of all for selling out in the same way, right? If uh, if we run out of beer, and let's say there's a hundred, hundred and fifty people at the party, how blacked out is everyone? Oh, blacked out. The robot is destroyed at that point. Someone fought the robot at that point. (laughs) Somebody's like feeding the robot a shoey and sparks are flying out of it. I'm just hoping everyone likes it. Hell yeah, man. No, it'll be, uh, I mean, it's fucking cold beer, right? As long as it's cold too, because that's not. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be. I mean, it's the best IPA I've ever tasted. Let's go. Love to hear that. Um, yeah, I'm just really excited because like the, the New York experience was just very surreal, like meet you know, meeting all these people that you've interacted with online for months and like, you know, pretty much everyone's going by their Twitter name. Like people are introducing themselves by their real name and you're like, who the fuck are you? And then they tell you their Twitter name and it's like, yo, hey, what's we, up? Yeah. <laughs> we, we've been laughing a bit about this because, uh, in uh, in the interactions with the venue, I've I've been referring to myself as Buzz, and all the emails yeah. coming back have been like, "Hi Buzz, thanks for your email." <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, Love it's, that. It's funny, but it, it's gonna be cool. Like I haven't met uh, Jim or Nick or Britt, like the four guys that we've been working together on Brewdogs. Like we haven't met yet, all of us in the same place. So the fact that we're gonna do that, and the first thing we're gonna do is a shoey of DIPA. Like I'm fucking stoked for it. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, it's gonna be a great time. How many people were the um, New York event? Oh man, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to ask because nope. I'm like the worst at eyeballing stuff. Like definitely more than a hundred, less than two fifty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. I'm sure people Does cycled in. Right? I mean, it was pretty full in there. I feel like probably at least more than a hundred, maybe one fifty, two hundred. I guess like I, I basically was like between the bar and the tattoo station for most of the party until like, you know, the speech fiasco and the Prince Akeem Shuey and the mosh pit and all that. But just like looking back at some of the videos. Yeah. I feel like 
I, I want to say like 300 people, but again, absolutely uh-huh. terrible at eyeballing stuff. Like if I ever, you know, get hit with like the, how many jelly beans are in this jar game? I'm like, I'm fucking 25% of the number usually. So <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. Well, what was the, um, was it, so was it just like a big room? And like full with like little stations of different things or like how was it set up? Yeah, it was like a big open venue space. Uh, You walked in and there was like uh, like a D-Gods like in the clouds projector on like a big white wall, some benches and shit to sit around. Bar was like by the entrance. The uh, ice shoe luge from Barrel Dow was by the entrance. That was fucking sick. Um and then you walk to like the main part of the space and the DJ was front and center uh, to the right. They had like um, like the basketball game that you would see at like a bar and arcade that just counts, you know, your your baskets. Um, I want to say there was one other game on that side. I didn't really spend much time over there. But then if you, you know, walked in and went to the left is where they were doing the tattoos and there was like a line of like 50 people deep waiting to get tattoos. And most people like didn't even make it to the front of the line. Um, and then, yeah, that was pretty much it. Like a couple games in the corner, DJ, like, you know, people danced here and there, but then that was like where, you know, like Frank gave his speech or whatever. And, and so, um, and shit kind of got a little wild around then, but, yeah, there was. I think it was mostly like it was just a really good atmosphere for like talking to all these fucking people that you'd never met. Like, I, I, I feel like between when I look back and I think of the Magic Eden yacht and I think of the D Gods party, it was just like both were, and the, the D Gods party more so than the Magic Eden yacht were like very cool atmospheres to have a drink, talk to some of these people that you've never interacted with in real life, you know, with some cool shit on the side. If you want to like challenge, you know, fucking buzz to, to game of hoops or take chart foo to the front of the tattoo line and get him a D gods tattoo. Shit like that. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah so I, think, uh, I was going to, uh, in terms of like the, the venue gym, should I should I show JB where it is? But JB, if if you keep it just in terms of between us, yeah, uh, then then maybe I'll just kind of uh, show show you where it is. Yeah, uh, sure. And then I'd be inter- I'd be interested to get your like raw reaction uh, without revealing any of it, uh, and just so kind of see what see what you think. But I've seen pictures of the venue. If that's what you were going to show me. Oh yeah. Did I send them to you? I do this. I just get excited and I forget, forget. who sent think, them to I me. Think but somebody sent them to me. <laughs> <I think. laughs> somebody did send me pictures of the venue, and I thought it. I thought it looked I think very it might have, Yeah, I think it might have been me. Um, but that Go does not make for very good uh, podcast material. So we'll talk about that <laughs> offline. <Yeah. laughs> um, do you guys do you guys have any questions or anything before we cut it? I think we talked about a lot of cool shit. I'm super excited to get to fucking London and meet you guys and hang out with the rest of the UKD gods and try brew gods and all that shit. But yeah, what about y'all? Yeah, I think we've covered like a lot of a lot of things. Um, just yeah, check out the the Brew Gods Twitter. Um, fill out the form if you want to come along. 
Um, we've opened up the the party to tubes holders as well. Um, so Great. if you're a tubes holder, you know, come along. Um, I think I think it'd be fairly flexible as well. But yeah, that's huge. Thanks. I'm sure there's a whole gang of tubes holders in the UK, possibly even in London. Um, yeah, who would love an introduction to like some OGD guys and shit. So cool. Yeah. That, that- that's kind of what we thought, right? And, uh, you know, we recognize it's a, a D-Gods, like the, the one year since Mint Party and the and the Brewdogs launch. But it's like, oh, you know, and maybe with the delays that have been going on, actually, let, let's give people a taste of, of what it's like to be a part of this family. And so, yeah, kind of ran it by Finn and, and Taylor, and they were like, fucking hell yeah, like this guy. So, yeah, anyone anyone that doesn't own a D-God but owns a tube, fill in the form and, and you're on the guest list. Love that. Absolutely love that. Let's make sure we get some good pictures too. So we can post like, uh, I posted like a DJ thread of the D gods NYC party the day after. And it was mostly just videos of people taking D tequila shots out of the, the ice luge shoey or getting tattoos. But yeah, let's, let's make sure that we get some good footy of that. So we, so everyone knows how D gods get down and all the new youth holders can, uh, have something to look forward to for the two-year anniversary but fish and chips all right boys well i appreciate y'all uh taking the time to come on with us nice you know getting to chat with you guys face to face per se a little bit and getting to get a little more inside info on on ukd gods and brew gods and all that i personally am very excited to get over london and meet you boys and uh it's been an absolute pleasure thank you yeah thanks for having having us jb Uh, slate chapter we out